Well, what's the crack? Welcome back. Episode 3 of the Somewhere Podcast. Um, I know it's been a few weeks. I've been flat out with work. Um, so yeah, it's been been a bit nuts. So I missed a few weeks, but we're back. Um, three deadly guests lined up for the next couple of weeks, which is awesome. Um, we are going to be talking to a Dublin Best creator today, a guy called Andy Asco. Um, yeah, so really looking forward to talking to him. He's kind of a creative filmmaker, photographer. Um, yeah, anyways, we'll get into all of that later, but uh, that's to look forward to on this episode, which is pretty cool. This episode of the podcast is still sponsored by absolutely nobody. <laughs> um, episode three, still no sponsor, but I can now say that it's not just three people listening. Uh, the first episode got over 270 streams, um, so I'm absolutely chuffed. So yeah, thanks for listening, keep listening, and keep sharing, but we still have no sponsor, so I'm still broke. Other general life updates, uh, recently launched a Patreon, if you're into van life or anything like that, um, you should check out the Patreon. There's kind of like van guides and just a cool community, um, so yeah, link to that will be, I don't know, on my Instagram or in the show notes, whatever um talk about the documentary real quick uh saw a rough cut um it's looking pretty good i'm happy with it definitely some changes to make um but it's in a good spot so uh so yeah hopefully hopefully get that like done and dusted this week get it out the door work on uh work on funding so that'll be that'll be pretty cool you know um it's an exciting project it's one that i really hope gets off the ground but it's just a case of waiting to uh waiting to see waiting to see what happens <clears throat> uh, excuse me if my voice sounds a bit weird um i started crossfit this week and i had a crossfit class this morning and my lungs are on fire um a really intense workout so uh so yeah lungs are burning up a little bit but uh feeling good feeling healthy it's nice trying to get fit again um coming into the winter of surfing um so the fitter i get you know the easier it'll make life and surfing. Um, so yeah, do I have any other news for you guys? Uh, only other news relating to me, which is actually <laughs> actually a big old piece of news, is I will be going freelance uh, in 2021. So come January, I'll be resigning my position as director of photography in Nomos, um, which is currently the production company I work for. <clears throat> so I'll no longer be there, director of photography. Um, I will be freelance, so basically anyone and anyone can, yeah, everyone and anyone can, can hire me. Um, so, uh, so yeah, super, super exciting um, and, you know, a little bit nerve-wracking, but it'll be cool. Got some, uh, got some cool projects in the works as well, hoping to get them off the ground, but first and foremost, focusing on the uh, documentary I've already started. Um so yeah, other than that, there's not much not much else going on, you know. Um, I think we just get right into this. Uh, we'll get Andy on the line and we will get chatting about uh, all things creative in Dublin. Andy, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. How are you? Not too bad, not too bad. You know, rainy <laughs> on Sunday, but can't complain. Getting to chat to creatives all day. Complain. like. So, yeah, it's good. <laughs> good day for it. Absolutely, man. So yeah. tell me, who are you and what do you do? Yeah, so my name is Andrew Asco. Um, I'm a director, actor, musician. I do a few other things. Uh, I like to just try everything out, uh, everything creative, and essentially anything that's a board sport. 
Um, and then also, I, I'll, I'll try a few other sports as well. Anyway, that's a tangent. Um, but uh, I, like to, uh, I like to connect with people. I like to hear their stories. Um, I like to create uh, work that essentially delves into the human condition and tries to answer the questions of, of why um, we do what we do and what makes us love life, uh, what makes us you know, passionate and, and what we're passionate about. So I, I like to talk to people about their, their sport um, or their art um, or just anything. Like I actually, I, on a funny side note, I have a new housemate. He's a, studying to be an actuary. And I even just love to hear him talk about right. his maths and yeah, stuff. Yeah. I just love to hear what people are passionate about and why. Like it's interesting when you talk to people about what makes them tick, you kind of realize that, yeah, we're all, you know, like we're all humans, we're all the same, but we're all so very different so, as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, different. And it's, yeah, it's, it's cool. I like it. So basically what you're telling me is you're an absolute all-rounder who cares about people and just happens to be one of the most handsome men in in dublin if that's fair to say <laughs> according to according to any of the women who follow me and you on instagram um, so you've got i'll that take it i'll well. take it yeah. anytime Cheers, i'm on my stories and someone sees you pop up they're like who's that oh my god that's andy. <laughs> that so, gas. Yeah. so andy the all-rounder basically um Jack, yeah so I'm you're creative trades. yeah creative based in dublin um which is becoming a cool theme of this podcast is getting to talk to creatives in dublin um which is awesome because there's so many and like you know everyone has their own niche and their own little unique yeah. quirks and stuff which is yeah, yeah. um which is really cool um and i think what i find like particularly interesting about your work is the the kind of the deeper meaning behind everything you were saying you know that it's mm. not just a cool like your work looks visually stunning but there's so much more behind it than just how it looks it's the story it's the people it's what drives them, which is, which is really, really cool and, and differentiates a normal piece from, yeah, something that's fairly next level, like, which is, which is really, really cool. Cheers, man. Um, do you think then one thing we talked about was your faith and your religion? Um, cause yeah. for me, for me personally, I'm not particularly religious. I did grow up, uh, like Christian, um, but just yeah. haven't really practiced, uh, and just kind of fell out of it a little bit, I suppose. Do you think, your faith and being very religious plays into your work in like a big way. Yeah, I think that, um, so if you look at, if you look at anyone really, um, we all kind of have our belief and what we, you know, what we hold to be true. And I think it's a really important to take, take from our, our moral stance and take from our, also just what kind of makes us tick and how we think. And my faith has a lot to do with that. My faith has a lot to do with kind of what has driven me to look into the human condition more and look into the why. Um, I really enjoy getting to know, you know, different perspectives on it as well, different people's idea of God. Um, and that also, in, from my own perspective of my own faith, my Catholic faith, mm -hmm. um, it helps me to find um, just different ground to kind of work from when I'm making my sure, art. Sure. Um, but yeah, more specifically, my faith, it, it really gives me a drive. Um, it really gives me a drive to get out and meet people and, and listen right. to them. Um, yeah. That's what it's been for me. Yeah, that's what sure. it's been for me. Um, that's cool. That's and it's also just a wonderful place for me to kind of like build um, myself in. And like, I, there's a lot of meditation and prayer that goes with my faith. Sure. Um, and that's been very helpful for me personally. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I think because I, I do think there's like without like if you were to not know for because for because for the longest time i didn't know you were particularly religious until you you yeah. mentioned it on your stories and stuff um but i think nearly from your work you can kind of tell that there is that kind of deeper more thought out uh thought more thought out meaning behind it it's not mm. just you know 
pretty pictures basically um, so that's really interesting so it's kind of it is cool to see that there is you know that other side of it as well yeah um, and I, I like to give like perspective as well because you know as you said earlier like there's not many people you know who would be practicing a religion or even particularly the you know the catholic mm-hmm. faith mm-hmm. um but it's it's something that you know I have like shied away from in the past because, you know, it brings up all sorts of questions and sure. um, people be skeptical of like, like, you know, who I am because of my faith, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. Um, but it's also, I think it's just more important for me to just share from my heart, like what yeah. I, yeah. Know, what I love and hold dear. Um, even if that does start conversations that, you know, um, that make people like somewhat kind of nervous about, but I'm not nervous about it. Cause I think that, um, having a, an open perspective on faith is really healthy and, and being willing to have conversations and just openly for sure is really important. And it's, you know, it's more important than, than, you know, than just having your own ways and, you know, yeah, sticking yeah, to your yeah. own stuff and what you believe, you know, I'd, I'd never close the door to anybody who believes different to me or has a different thing to say um, sure. because I think everyone's voice is really important. Um, well, I think that's so, yeah. probably, I'd say nearly that's what makes you like the modern man in the religions, religious sense then is that you're, you do have this kind of open like aspect to it. It's not just, you know, this is the one way or, you know, that kind of way, um, mm-hmm. which I think is something that people don't really realize exists. Like I think even myself, yeah. when I think of religion, I think of, like very strict like catholic beliefs and you know all this kind of stuff yeah. and, um, and, and in many ways you're right it was that way uh, mm-hmm. for many people like growing up in the generations before us but it's really important to remember that everyone has their own free will and everybody has their own perspective yeah and it's so important to listen and to to give honor to that as well yeah for sure no that's really cool it's interesting um and that's why i wanted to talk about it because it's it's generally just not something i ever get to talk about with people um <laughs> like most of the time if, yeah. if religion does come up in conversation it's like me and other people who don't like like i'd say i don't really have a religion um so yeah. i like it's always just ends up being us just being like ah oh, yeah like i don't i don't really get it so it's interesting yeah, cool. to hear to hear the flip side of it um but yeah no that's really yeah. cool and it is cool like i said the way it plays into your work and maybe makes you kind of think about the deeper side of, of people and their stories and stuff which is mm-hmm. which is really interesting um you also mentioned when we were talking earlier about like people's mental health and how you find find that interesting how how do you feel because i always get questions on instagram asking me to talk about talk about mental health um yeah so how, how do you feel at the minute the kind of um i suppose the way people look at mental health is you know do you think that we're slowly breaking down the stigma around it or you know are we going backwards or what's what's your kind of oh, view on it at the minute yeah it's such a loaded question you know that kind of <laughs> that is such a loaded question yeah no i know and um, that's why i ask it because like i can't answer it if you even if you gave me 10 years i couldn't yeah. answer it but i'm always curious to yeah. see what people think i think i think okay first off i think we've made a lot of ground the, the yeah. fact that we can actually openly have conversations about mental health, depression, anxiety, et cetera, um, is, is excellent. Um, I've been really, I'm really proud to say like some of the work I'm doing these days is directly to do with mental health and, and getting mental health programs into schools in the States. I really think it's important to focus on that and to help children who have no idea what they're facing, um, see, see to it and see, see to healing or, or at least to recognizing, yeah, understanding. Um, these, Absolutely. you know, these problems are there. Um, so yeah, I think that we made, we've made progress to, to recognize first. So we can't just, you know, we should, we should at least, at least acknowledge that, but we have a long way to go. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
and even it's it's a personal battle as well like i struggle you know i don't talk about this really on my mm-hmm. my instagram is full of like color and smiles yeah, and yeah. As, <laughs> loads as of fun is, man. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> exactly it's the, it's yeah. the highlight reel that's exactly what instagram is yeah. and it's also kind of the problem with it you know that kind of way yeah is yeah. like as much as, as much as it's amazing to see what everyone else has got going on and all this cool shit it doesn't mm-hmm. show you the, the actual shit that's going on you know they kind of like, yeah so yeah but yeah anyways I, I do get what you mean so 100 percent, and that's that's something that i i'm really trying to think through i've been sitting with it thinking what can i do to change my presence online to make it more impactful because you know i love i love posting art and i love posting mm-hmm. my work Absolutely. and it's fun but it doesn't actually give an accurate depiction at all times of, of who i am absolutely and i wouldn't say that the stuff i put up is inaccurate because it is definitely a part of my life yeah but, for sure and it's important to also be real and like i do struggle i struggle with depression i definitely do um mm-hmm. and it's it's so difficult as as a creative you know to um to switch gears i guess like from like when you have a genre of content you kind of want to stick to it like i like sticking to you know like the adventures and all that sort of exciting stuff but i i definitely am dying i'm itching to find a way to communicate more about mental health in a way that isn't too cliche in a way that's you know subtle and and kind of blended what is is there um and it doesn't necessarily so one of the things as well i'm trying to contemplate as well is how we communicate about mental health you know there's definitely um, a place for us to talk about, you know, the reality and the gravity of mental health and, and, and the, the illness that's there with it. But also, like, where do we have the, the you know, where do we start producing the content that um, and the conversations that bring positivity and solution, you know, yeah. and there's yeah. a time and a place for both, I believe, and yeah. trying to figure that out and, and uh, get that right, it can be difficult. Um, but yeah, what do you think about that, actually? I, I'd like to hear your thoughts. You're dead right, though. It is, a, it is like a balancing act as far as knowing when and where to talk about it. Um, yeah. <clears throat> I also think, like, we, yeah, we've definitely made progress, to, to mention what you said. Definitely made progress. There's definitely still progress to be made. Um, yeah. And I suppose the, the one problem we have, I think, as a society is, like, our attention span is so short. Like mm-hmm. when we were in the middle of like the, the national lockdown here and you couldn't leave your house, you couldn't go 2K away from anything. Um, there was a really, really good progress made. And like everyone on Instagram was talking about like mental health because everyone was locked in their houses and, you know, like everyone had to be careful. Yeah. Like, you know, some people who weren't struggling before were now. Um, but I think the, the problem with, and that was, that was amazing. Don't get me wrong. I think the problem with that was as soon as mm-hmm. the lockdown ended and everybody went back to their normal lives, anyone who was kind of, you know sympathetic but didn't fully understand moved on you know they went back to their life anyone who was struggling was just there struggling still and like you know people had forgotten about it the pubs were open or like you know the cafes were open people were going having coffee going doing this doing that and the kind of conversation lost momentum and stopped a little bit um yeah which i think is a bit of a shame um one other thing i suppose we have to be careful with is um so i i suffered like i suffer from anxiety attacks and that kind of thing and like you know they're not fun um but one thing Mm. when talking about them or talking about mental health you have to be careful with is people sometimes see you talking about it as like you know you're able to help them with their problems um so i i made a video um during lockdown called reach out and it was just about like checking with your friends and like making sure they're okay and making sure you're okay um, yeah. And I got an amazing response. Um, but the only problem I had was 
when I woke up the next day, my Instagram DMs, I had a hundred and something messages that were unresponded to in my like message wow. requests. And they were all like really, really intense messages um, of people being like telling me their story and telling me how they're currently struggling. Wow. Um, which is really nice for them to open up and share, but also put like, I felt like I was under so much pressure to like, like help or fix these people. And yeah, yeah. so there's a real balancing act of like knowing that I can talk about it and raise awareness, but at the end of the day, I'm not qualified enough. Like I can't even sort my own problems out. I'm not qualified <laughs> enough to sort someone feels. else's, you know, that kind of, way. Yeah. Um, yeah. I know a friend of mine speaks at events uh, in the corporate space about mental health and it's the same thing. He, he speaks about his experiences, but then people automatically assume that they can come to him with their problems but like that person isn't in the right headspace to try and deal with someone else's problems as well so it's just you just have to be really careful that if someone's posting something or if you're posting something about mental health that you're really ready for like what it might bring up you know yeah Um, yeah yeah. that's a that's actually a really um thanks for that insight actually I, i i could imagine um, that being a lot of pressure, but it's also, it is beautiful as well. Like 100%. in that sense that yeah. people can, you know, like open up like that. To, yeah, um, to and I think, yeah, yeah. And, and it's sad though, as well, that it's a stranger um, who receives that. Like, I, like what, yeah. you kind of think like, what's the family and friends situation around? Like, I know for myself, even, you know, when you have depression or I'm not so sure about the anxiety side, but more the depression mm-hmm. side, like when you struggle with that, it's hard to even go to the people you trust. You get this yeah. kind of notion yeah. that, oh, they're not going to understand. You want a solution, but you can't find the solution. And you don't want somebody to try to give you advice because you just want someone to listen. But going back to that, from my experience, I love it when I can just, when someone can just listen. Yeah. And, and finding a friend who can just listen is, is wonderful. And mm-hmm. I've had people reach out to me like uh, through my music or some of my work mm-hmm. um, about their struggle or about their, um, their, their moment of darkness or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I really love receiving those messages and yeah. just letting them know that they're, they're, they're heard. Yeah. Um, but yeah. I, again, I don't think I can solve their problems. Yeah. That's, um, that's but I definitely thing. like a, to, there is that fine line of like, letting them know that they're heard and they're not alone but then yeah it's when people expect more it just can yeah can kind of affect you in the same way so it's it's kind Mm -hmm. of just something we we need to be careful about like anybody posting it like even yeah big influencers who will get on and talk about their stuff like they're even more vulnerable at that point to getting thousands of messages then about people who are like well they've been through it they can solve it and it's like they can't it's it that's kind of when you need to really talk to to friends and family um yeah but yeah, I think generally we're in a good place. It's getting better um, and mm-hmm. people just kind of need to keep talking about it and not get distracted by the shiny things in life, I suppose, right? <laughs> yeah. Now the shiny things are so distracting though. That's yeah. the hard thing. Like yeah. they're so shiny. <laughs> they are um, shiny. But they are, yeah. yeah. But no, I know what you mean by that. And I think I think it's great to just keep uh, talking, talking about it, bringing it up. Um, but again, um, just embedding somehow i'm trying to get creative with it you know like i haven't gotten to yet but i want to get creative with embedding that type of content into shiny stuff too Mm -hmm. um and there's a few ways that people are doing that like i i've seen examples of it on online where girls will post um you know a photo of their nice their nice side and a photo of you know an outtake Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. kind of go through like hey like this is me this is who i really am and um i think that's beautiful because girls really struggle with body image um Mm -hmm. i know that from close friends and family who've, yeah, who've brought 100%. that up to me and 
um, it's wonderful that that's out there as well. There's yeah. efforts being made yeah. in new creative ways coming out, but we yeah. can still go further, I'm sure. Yeah, fact. Yeah. Like Roz Purcell is a great example of that. She does the, it's called content content. Um, yeah, so Roz post, is like, brilliant. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. she'll post like the picture and she yeah. looks absolutely stunning. And then she yeah. posts another picture where she looks equally as stunning, but maybe she's sitting awkward. So like her belly might be <laughs> yeah. sticking out or whatever. Yeah. Um, and I think those things are like so, so good for, for people to see, especially young girls. Um, because yeah, there the, is just this like, yeah, this, this awful yeah. image. The expectations. Um, yeah, and, expectations. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, like, and just to be how, fair, really not to, not to blow over it as well. Like the same expectations like are there for men. Like there may be a little bit, like yeah it's not as forceful and obvious but like it's still there yeah. you know you're expected to be cool and sporty or like you know you're expected to be all these different things um but yeah, connor that's great that's the main thing actually that i really think about when it comes to mental health online i see women making a great stride but men are struggling like your short film that you posted during lockdown was an excellent example of how you know we can mm-hmm. like of course that was for everyone too but yeah. like yeah um just a man stepping yeah. out of the out of the line and, and just putting himself out there so fair yeah. play to you first of I all but secondly that. like it's really important that more of us men you know think and try to really get behind what can we do yeah. to help other men who are struggling yeah. and what, not, well, how do we get past just, the whole lad thing you know <laughs> yeah yeah like because it's not it's not this it's not this thing that only women have you know yeah. like <clears throat> guys yeah. have it and struggle just as bad and sometimes even harder because mm-hmm. there is that stigma around like just be a fucking man like and it's not as simple as that so it doesn't work like that now no, not at all <laughs> not at all no um but look let's talk about some happier topics if you <laughs> yeah, have a let's voice get out of here. Yeah. if you have a voice <laughs> yeah. please use it just be careful when you use it make sure you're sending the right yeah. message and make sure you're ready for yeah. for what will come back down the line at you um, absolutely let's talk about some creative creative shite right let's, talk let's about some of that. do that set life yeah. i've seen some of your instagram stories and you're working on some pretty cool sets you know you're doing uh, ac and all this kind of gaffer and all that kind of fun yeah. stuff tell me a little bit yeah, about yeah. that what got you into that or like what kind of stuff you're doing at the minute man i just i'm so so happy to be working in what i am uh, yeah. working in i'm really blessed um so i started making films when i was about six with my friends in my neighborhood and we'd steal my dad's camera and we'd make all sorts of shite um and then i did that until about 14 and that's when i was picked up by uh, a producer who wanted a PA, essentially a production assistant to run yeah. around and get coffee. And I worked on Sony and Universal music productions in Dublin um, for about two-ish years. And then I worked on a few short films with the same producer. Yeah. Um, and through that time, I met some people. Some uh, I met a director of photography and, and his camera team. And I was always obsessed with camera department. Um, yeah. I was just really like into the shiny toys, like the Ari Alexa classic, I think is what they were shooting with when I was younger. Big old beast of a yoke. Yeah, the big man, those are heavy. I put it on my shoulder once and I literally, I thought it was going to snap my shoulder. Well, you stick that and then like lens on it, you're like, fuck. Yeah, (laughs) no, there's no no chance you're bringing that along for a stroll. Um, But no, it's, uh, it was, it was amazing just seeing that. I looked up to these men so much and just seeing how they work together as a team. So uh, anyway, uh, went on with life, kept working as kind of like an assistant director, PA, did some cast directing for them as well as I got older. Um, but I started my own business as well when I was about 14. So all of my work that I'm doing right now is contract based. So mm-hmm. some of the work I do will be a position where I consult for a media brand um, or a, a, an organization or a business that need um, like monthly kind of consultation for their yeah. content 
online. Um, but the rest of my work is shooting, directing, um, so directing, DPing, producing content, uh, kind of commercial content. And then when I'm not doing that, I'll be working on sets as an AC. So right now I'm working with a team, uh, widescreen media, um, on commercials, short films, and music videos. Just uh, as projects come through, they they'll call me if they need a if they need a, someone in on camera yeah, team to yeah. help out. Uh, so that's been great fun. Um, I love working on bigger sets because you get a massive like kind of feeling of. Uh, I don't know. You just, you feel like you're on this team and like, yeah. you, well, you are on a team. You don't just feel it. <laughs> That's a ridiculous yeah, thing yeah. to say, but no, you feel amazing on a team. And, uh, I, I guess a lot of my work has been solo. Um, yeah. I think you yourself, you do a lot of solo work as well. Would you, or would uh, you work I, with the team? No, I mainly, mainly work with the team. Um, so I'm based in okay. a production company. So like in a, in a production house. Um, so yeah, on yeah. set, we normally have, depends on the job. Uh, we, we had a job there last week. Uh, Thursday and Friday, we're shooting uh, ads for a client, TV ads. Um, and there was maybe uh, four in the camera department. And then we had two directors, four clients, and four food stylists. So <clears throat> depending That's on fast. the day, you can have anywhere from four people to 15 people on set. Um, That's brilliant. Yeah, like most of the clients brilliant. now kind of Zoom call in and all that kind of fun stuff um, because of coronavirus. <laughs> so yeah. it's not as busy in the studio. Um, but yeah, it's still, it's still pretty more space to move around. Yeah. Fact, but it's, uh, yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. still, still very cool. So, okay. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. No, working on a team is a load of fun. Like since I do a lot of solo work, I just love working on a team. It like mm -hmm. makes me so happy. I'm an extrovert. I'm a people person. Um, I love to just, even if I have to be quiet and just do my job and move that lens or whatever, mm -hmm. like if I'm around people, I'm a happy camper. Um, yeah. so that's another thing as well. Like kind of learning about how I function like mentally yeah. and learning that I need, you know, an active like work environment to, to get along well. Um, that was an interesting journey for me over the last few years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, so that's what I do. I do a lot of, so I've shot things out in the deserts in California. I lived there for about three years studying, um, Amazing. to be a director. Um, so I did a lot of stuff out there, like short films. Um, I did some dune buggy stuff earlier this year that I actually haven't released yet. Um, but <laughs> I should. Yeah, <laughs> that was just, that yeah, no, it was, <laughs> it was a lot of fun, man. Um, awesome. yeah, but there's loads of really interesting things, but my life isn't that much different to anybody else's as well. Like a lot sure. of people look at my Instagram and go, Oh, flashy, cool stuff. Yeah. yeah and yeah. Uh, it's like, actually, you know, I, I'm a human being and I really yeah. enjoy like just having like sit downs and quiet ones. with Yeah. Like it's, it's a Sunday now stuff. and you're just chilling. So yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just chilling. Exactly. Yeah. But that's sometimes like just looking back at like the, all the social media stuff. Sometimes you kind of put that image on yourself and I do that to myself where yeah. I just put out all that crack and, uh, no, it makes it look like I'm like, like mad busy, which I usually kind of, um, but I make myself busy and I make yeah. myself yeah. busy online. Anyway, another rabbit hole I'm jumping down there. Save me. <laughs> oh, that's fair. That's fair. <clears throat> I was like, I'm also curious then as well. What is like, say for example, what are some of the, the funnest sets you've worked on? Like, is it a music video? Is it a commercial? Is it, oh, I don't know, documentary? What's kind of your, what's kind of your buzz? Cause I know for me, I love yeah. documentary work because like you said, yeah. telling people stories, I love just getting to know someone and knowing what's in their head and like what drives them. And um, so for me, I love being that fly on the wall with a camera, following someone around and just like taking in what they're doing. Um, yeah. But then there's some people who just like love music videos. So I'm curious, what's mm -hmm. your like, what's your go-to or what's your favorite? Okay. That's a genre wise in general. Um, I've had good experiences and all. Um, yeah. One of my favorite things I've ever shot was a very simple video I shot in a sound stage with one light, one camera, one mic, and just myself, and then the interviewee. 
Um, there are a few interviewees. I interviewed men about their fathers. And I think this was really a really important thing to talk about and still is. Um, I made a short film last year, which was like a, an action underground <clears> boxing <throat> film yeah. called Unspoken. And before <laughs> I made that film and I, while I was raising money for it, I made a short piece uh, called What Goes Unspoken. And that's a piece with, with the men talking about their fathers and uh, their relationships with their fathers. Um, so essentially the thing that was so amazing about that, I think it's my favorite project I've shot to date. And yeah, it was documentary. Um, yeah. it, it was just the fact that I got to sit there and have really honest conversations and just dig in. Um, there were no set questions. Yeah. No way to do it. Yeah. Um, but some of these young men came in and would just share things that they're like, I've never actually really thought about this or yeah. thought about my relationship yeah. with my dad in that way or how it affected me. Um, and some of them would bring up really like happy memories or happy things and, and joyful things. And then others would find some dark places. And I had... Um, like two of the lads that I interviewed broke down crying and kept going and like literally would keep like kept talking and, and, and kept like carrying on through the interview after it was just an incredible thing to see because you don't actually get to sit down uh, with a couple of boys. And some of these guys I knew, like you wouldn't get to sit down and open up into a conversation like that just any day. You can't have have to have an excuse. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, Definitely. Um, But that was probably one of the most incredible experiences. Just hearing like what about their relationships with their fathers, you know Mm. hurt them or what like healed them Mm. and uh that was just amazing so that was one of my favorites and then i've also just had that was like as far as it goes um like an enriching enriching experience on secos it was that project but then i've had so much fun on other projects i shot a short film when i was 18 19 uh up in uh the redwood forest in california where they shot star wars episode six we shot a fan film a star wars fan film with a stormtrooper and a rebel trooper and like we had real armor and like all that sort of stuff i'm such a nerd i loved it so much um (laughs) and then we also shot the same year we shot a week long in the desert with a bunch of big camera rigs and it was glamis where they shot um episode four of star wars and rtd2 and 3po are wandering around these desert dunes it's literally just sand hills everywhere Amazing. and that wasn't a star wars film that we did but we did our own like kind of uh, uh it was post-apocalyptic fiction piece um, cool. a lot of action a lot of gunslinging it was so much fun um but yeah i get a lot out of different projects but i think the most enriching is when i get to hear people yeah um, yeah yeah well, that's really nice to hear that it's yeah. not like you enjoy the big pieces and like you know flashy cameras and all that kind of stuff but it is very yeah. like humbling to hear that you still you know it's it is more about the people and the story and stuff which is which is amazing absolutely um yeah that's so cool man. yeah no, there's, there's room for both definitely room yeah. for both yeah yeah. Good, <laughs> yeah a good balance like for sure yeah healthy um, balance no, that's so cool i'm gonna ask you one last thing before we let you go and i'm gonna put you on the spot with this one um Sounds i need good. a movie recommendation of the week from you and i also need a tv series recommendation of the week for you People okay like, okay give me a movie and i'm like i don't know i've watched them all so i need your help give us a movie okay a TV series the first movie that comes to my head every time anyone asks for a movie recommendation is my favorite film uh baby driver edgar wright have you seen that yes amazing okay movie. yeah such That's so a great good. film yeah. i didn't know it ended to like the soundtrack and it's <laughs> so oh, good it's so so good yeah yeah so incredible okay so if you've seen that film i would say peanut butter falcon have you seen peanut peanut butter falcon the uh, child above on netflix yeah amazing have you seen that yeah it's stunning oh dang it okay stunning. i haven't stood no, no, have no these yeah. are good though these are trust me you can give me one like some people have seen them I, that's my problem is i've seen them all and people are asking me i want to like, give you one more i want to okay. give you one more okay this is my other favorite film and you may have seen this one, Prin- The Princess Bride. Oh, a classic. 
Classic. Okay, Classic. good. Okay. Yeah. You, man, we, we're the same person. Bride, I can't man. do this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I can't do this. No, no, it's not for me. It's not for me. It's for people listening. So they are three dead. If you haven't seen any of those movies, Peanut Butter Falcon is on Netflix. It's really easy to get. Princess Bride's like old enough. You'll probably find it on YouTube to rent for like two yeah. euro. Um, oh, yeah. Absolutely. And then Baby Driver, same again. You can get it on YouTube. I think it's like to rent a movie on YouTube, like four or five quid if it's new. So yeah. definitely get Baby Class. Driver there as well. Um, yeah, they are, yeah, they are yeah. great movies. So, and yeah. then if you had to go, just one TV show people might not have seen or should watch if they haven't already. Um. Okay, I have to just say. Or what are you watching at the minute? What am I watching at the minute? Yeah. Black Mirror was what I was watching, but oh, now I'm great. watching yeah, Mandalorian, yeah. and I'm staying very close to Mandalorian on Disney. Disney, Everyone, it's the new Star I've heard, show. Yeah, yeah. Everyone's yeah. watching it, so it's not really niche. Yeah. No, no. <laughs> I like I've heard. About, but yeah, my boss watches yeah, it, but he says it's amazing. So. Okay, yeah, two great chats. Yeah, Black Mirror is amazing and the way they're like their own individual episodes is is really cool. Um, yeah, the meaning yeah. behind some of those shorts is incredible. Crazy, like absolutely, absolutely amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Andy, thank you so much for joining me uh, on the Summer Podcast. It was an absolute pleasure to chat to you. So if people want to find you or want to know more about you, where can they find you? Plug yourself. Yeah, totally. Um, so you can find all of my main stuff on Andy underscore ASCO on Instagram. And if you want to check out my website where I do all my work and documentary stuff and short films, you can go to asco.ie. That's A-Z-K-O.ie. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for having me, Connor. Uh, really amazing, appreciate Andy. it. It's my pleasure. It's such a good chat. And uh, we'll talk yeah. to you again soon. Take care. All right. God bless, man. Now, ladies and gentlemen, that was Andy. Um, that was our chat. Good little chat about kind of spirituality and religion and creativity um yeah all things all things creative um interesting as well to get his his opinions on the mental health kind of situation in ireland um but yeah thanks so much for listening guys if you did enjoy this podcast make sure you give it a like follow the playlist um you can also check me out instagram all that good stuff and uh don't forget launched a new patreon this week which is pretty cool so They'll have early access to all these podcasts, all the YouTube videos, fan guides, all of that kind of fun stuff. Um, so, yeah, thank you so much for watching if you are, which you aren't. So, yeah, thanks so much for listening, guys, and I will see you in the next one.